Hello, everyone out there. Welcome back to another episode of the Uncommon Cast. Woo-hoo. Coming at you from the treehouse. Um, this is Dawn, and I am here with Ryan. Hello, friends. And Cody. How's it going? And um, since you can't see our faces, we thought it'd be helpful to introduce our voices so that as we're going through this conversation, you can kind of track who is talking at you. And then um, if you're lucky, too, Cody will snap really bad pictures of us while we do it and post right. those to the world. Yes. <laughs> that we don't know are happening. I'm just kidding, Cody. Happening. I appreciate your photography. I mean, if except you when just it's my face. smile more, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My face does all kinds of weird things, evidently. Ryan is currently smiling, by the way. (laughs) My face does all sorts of weird things. It does. Sorry about my face. Um, So this morning, um, it's another day in quarantine life. And uh, we just wanted to start out with talking about what's lighting us up. Because uh, it's hard to know what day it is right now. Because each day just kind of seems to drag into the next. And it can be monotonous and life-sucking. So we just wanted to share some of those bright spots. Like, what keeps us going? What lights us up? What is feeding us right now? And maybe it would be a discussion that offers some encouragement for your soul. So how about you guys? You know... I've been thinking about this since our last podcast where we talked about um, rhythms and how all of our rhythms have been thrown off, especially (laughs) our spiritual rhythms for many of us. And when your spiritual rhythm's thrown off, it can make God feel distant, right? And so um, this last week, kind of living in, uh, in a world that there's no regular rhythm. It's like that crazy syncopated jazz where you just can't follow it and everything's kind of <laughs> off, but it's following some sort of rhythm you just can't connect with. That may feel like pandemic to you. Um, so I found myself driving to L.A. back and forth because our, our dog needed surgery at a specialist because that's what, that's what people do these days. Um, such a journey. But Trooper and I driving to L.A. back and forth. And I found myself listening to one of these podcasts that has really been a light for my soul during the last few months. And uh, here's, a, here's, a, here's what it, it's called. It's called The Bible for Normal People. So if you are looking for a new podcast to listen to, that the ones you're listening to, which is our ours, by the way, as you hear this, <laughs> that you need more. Hopefully ours doesn't <laughs> fall into this category right. for you. But no, it was, it was so good. The Bible for Normal People. And... Um, it's one of those times where you're driving and you get a message that not only like twists your mind and gives you a new perspective on what's God doing in the world, what is what is the Bible for us, what is it saying, but also it's just like a nugget of of joy and learning. Mm-hmm. And um, I one, I pray that our podcast is that for people, but two, if you need another one to look at in this time of weird lack of rhythm and wandering the bible for normal people has been cool for me what about you guys yeah i i I got a few few things that have been lighting me up recently i mean i love to laugh and we need to laugh right now so i jen and i have been watching we've been intentionally watching some funny things one of those things being like the show new girl and so that's we love that show (laughs) we're all a big fan of new girl yeah by the way on the uncommon cast we really like it and uh but i i bring it up to say that like it's been important for us for for jen and i to laugh right now because it's so 
so easy to get kind of down in the dumps and see all the heaviness on social media and on the news and just forget to have some joy. So that's part of what we're doing. We're, we're, we're trying to be silly with the kids. We're trying to watch some shows that make us laugh. We're trying to laugh with each other. Um, like the other day we were trying to write jokes for like stand up comedy, just because not that we're going to do it or anything like that, but, but just because that's fun and we need some joy. Um, and, and fun is fun. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's been lighting me up. <laughs> There's your nugget. That's one yeah. of my life mottos. <laughs> it, it, it is. I can attest to that. She's been saying that since I met her. Um, but uh, the other thing that has been lighting me up, it has been lighting me up for a long time, but even more lately, is uh, the the study called Reclaim by the Table Network. And uh, I promise we don't get kickbacks from the Table Network to promote their stuff, but we really love those guys. And Other we love than getting the joy of hanging out with them when they're over That's on right. the West Coast. So come over, Tony. Come over, Russ. <laughs> uh, and I love their podcast. It's called The Slowdown Podcast. That's another great one. I, I, I get a lot out of, of the things that they are writing and saying because um, they're a little bit further ahead on the journey than us of, of kind of looking at spirituality and church and the ways of Jesus in different ways than uh, we typically have. Um, and so I, I get a lot out of that, and it's 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 really soul filling for me. And we, we're going through uh, a group study on that right now with with some people with uh, that are connected to the Uncommon Good community. So it's kind of like fresh on my mind, mm-hmm. and it's really reawakening those yeah. ideas of of grace and, and and reclaiming the ways of Jesus and and um, just living out the gospel in our daily lives uh, with our with the people around us. Um, so that's been really cool. And then, um, yeah, music has been huge for me right now. Not only playing and trying to write music, but discovering new music. And there's so much great music coming out right now. I feel like it, we're, we're a few months into this, and so people are starting to create music mm-hmm. that are that is reactions to this. Some of it's really good. Some of it's funny. Some of it is soul-filling. Some of it's introspective. And um, one guy that I recently... Um, started listening to is Andy Squires. Check him out. And then, uh, sorry, I have a lot. You 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 opened up a box of all kinds of stuff from <laughs> Cody. Up. Um, and then the last thing is a guy named. Uh, this is not a musician. This is an author. I just got his book called Enter Wild. His name's Carlos Whitaker, and he goes by at Lowswit on Instagram. And specifically, check out his Instagram because this guy is posting encouraging things every day. And thought-provoking things every day. He is talking about some of the racial division happening right now, and he's got some great perspective on it. Very, um, uh, he comes from that very spiritual place. He loves the Lord, and um, his book is good so far. I've only gotten to the first chapter, but uh, that's worth checking out as well. Nice. All right, for me, what's giving me life? Well, um, a few things. One is I decided to undertake a quarantine project, and... Um, plant things in our very barren landscape of my house and I am not a gardener. I can kill anything. I specifically um, I need plants that thrive on neglect. So if you have any tips for me let me know. (laughs) But um, when it was clear that like kids were going to be home for the fall for school, I was like, you know what? We need something that's 
just an activity, something we can participate in every day. And so um, Ruby and I have been going through the process of kind of preparing the dirt um, and then we're going to start planting probably this weekend and wish me luck because I, I feel a little anxious and send me tips if, like I said, specifically you have experience with plants that thrive on just absolute neglect because I already have too many things to keep alive. So I'm nervous, but fingers crossed. So that is one thing that's giving me life. It's just like a direction. It's something to do, right? And then the other thing is I've been listening and reading for a long time now, but still during this season to Jen Hatmaker. She has a great podcast out there called For the Love. Um, And I'm also reading her new book with a group of ladies from Uncommon Good, and it's called Fierce, Free, and Full of Fire. And that has been a great read. Um, But we started talking a little bit this morning about one of the podcasts that I had listened to and it turned into a really great conversation that we thought we might open up to some of you all as you're listening. Um, And you can go back and find this podcast um, on For the Love. But um, Jen interviewed another... Jen and I are on first name basis, by the way. Jen Hatmaker. Jen. Jen and I, yeah. (laughs) Um, Jen interviewed my other good friend, Brene, a little while back. Oh, yeah. Brene. I know Brene. Brene Brown. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. You guys are all so close. friends. Your BFF. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So in this conversation, Brene had just written her, released her book, um, Braving the Wilderness. So this was a little while back. You might have to scroll or search for it. Um, But they talked about Jen's own experience with kind of journeying away from traditional evangelical church culture, the city of evangelicalism, if you will, and um, how lonely having to leave that city. If you're not aware, if you're not familiar with what happened, she basically came out in support of the LGBTQ community, and um, a lot of people did not like that and started burning her books and doing all sorts of other awful things. Um, And she suddenly felt very disowned by a community that she once belonged to. And she said that initial journey of having to step out of the city on the path towards the wilderness was really scary and lonely. Um, But then her and Brene talked about um, once you get to the wilderness, suddenly you discover this community of creatives and dreamers and artists and people that are doing all of this amazing out-of-the-box stuff Um, and like life is happening out there. Life is happening in the wilderness and the journey of loneliness to get there, um, can sometimes be a deterrent, but like the life you find there is so worth it. And we were just struck by how much that resembles our three-year journey of uncommon good, finding life, um, in the wilderness, which is kind of where we live now. And yeah, and I would say the last four months of yes. so many people being thrown off and finding themselves out in a unpredictable time, mm-hmm. such as the wilderness. You know, when we were talking about that earlier, and by the way, friends that are listening to this, it is so funny. So we'll come up into the treehouse. We'll be setting up cords and cables and microphones and 
eating donuts from Peterson's, which is our proud sponsor of this morning, though they don't know it. But you guys <laughs> should all go to Peterson's in Escondido. It's fabulous. Um, we have these conversations, and we're like, oh, we should we should already be recording. Like this is this is lighting me up. And uh, that because was... we're nerds that just like to talk about spirituality together, and we get off on rabbit trails. <laughs> Total sugar, <laughs> caffeine, and spirituality—it's such a good mix. It and, is. But uh, as we were talking about wilderness this morning, I was just thinking in my head, like how often, if you, if you're familiar with the Bible, reading through all the different books and letters of the Bible. Um, the wilderness is an ongoing character yes. throughout Scripture. In some areas, the wilderness is is actually likened to evil and the lack of God. Um, unruly. Unruly, yeah, untamed, um, and uh, and something to fear. But the larger picture of the wilderness, as you look throughout Scripture, is that people are constantly surprised by God is already out there and doing things yes. when they thought it was going to be a vacant and barren land. So throughout Scripture, the um, you know the Israelites, you know, have to they have to go through a journey of the wilderness, and actually without that journey through wilderness and wandering, their relationship with God would have been token and shallow. Mm-hmm. So they had to go through this time of wilderness, wandering, challenge to get to a place where it was alive and real in their lives. And God the whole time is going, not only am I with you, but I'm ahead of you and calling you into a better life. And then we see this time of even in Jesus' own life, he lives out this adventure in the wilderness mm-hmm. that is a, as a catalyst to who he is. Um, and, uh, and then the launch of the launch of the church in general, mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're out of the synagogue, they're right. out of structure, and they're even now without a leader seemingly, although Jesus said, I'll give you the Holy Spirit, but you're in the wilderness. Go go create and connect with God and humanity where you have no structure yet. And you know, it takes us thousands of years, we set up structures, mm-hmm. but where God was most alive was where people were yes. in the wilderness and uh, with him and surprised by him like, oh, Sorry, this is so geeky. But okay. Melchizedek, okay? Maham, um, what? So, because of a promise from God that the Israelites at the very beginning um, were promised to be a light to all nations, right? Um, an example that we can have a relationship with God. Humanity can have a relationship with God to all people on earth. Um they kind of thought they owned the light at times, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they were surprised, though, when someone disconnected from their tribe would come in and already had a relationship with right. God. So mm-hmm. do a little Google search. Check out Melchizedek. Just guess um, how to spell it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, basically, they God's people were surprised that someone came in from the desert, from the wilderness, and had already had a relationship with God um, who actually may have been really connected with God himself. Some people right. call it a Christophany, which is a, an appearance of Jesus Christ in the Old Testament. But You're getting so theological. I, well, it's so exciting it because basically I think the moral of the story is when you think you have God in a box and yes. you know where and when he's going to operate, God is going to come in from the outside and surprise you with life where you thought he wasn't connected. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd say often, oftentimes Christian fundamentalism closes their eyes to what God is doing outside Absolutely. of the church. And in the last three years, we have been 
had to awaken to what is God doing outside yeah. of traditional mm-hmm. church structure. And I think, so this to me relates back to what we talked about last week, which is control. Because as people, um, we love control. We love knowing what's going to happen next. We constantly fight against entropy, right? Like the the truth that all things left to their own devices break down over time. And so we we fight that. We want to, we want to keep things neat and tidy and and controlled. And like that takes me back to when Jesus left the first followers, right? And he's like, "Don't worry. I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit." And they're like that helps us not at all, right? Like they, they had no idea what that meant because suddenly like the physical person of Jesus is gone. And so like what represented control and leadership to them is now replaced with this unknown and amorphous spirit. Unseen. Unseen. They didn't even know what that meant. And, um, and yet all like life started happening, but over time, right? We want to start to build rules and regulations and, and buildings and structures around the spirit because we want to fight entropy. We want to, we want to move towards control and away from chaos. Like we're naturally built that way. And so even though God through the Bible continually shows us, um, that he kind of is in the chaos. Like if you ever read the stories of the lives of people that have followed him, like it's constant chaos. God is constantly in the chaos for us, right? Like to God, it's not chaos. It's creativity and expansion and life. But to us, it feels chaotic and out of control and wild. Um, And so over time we have lost some of our wild And we've replaced that with control. And part of that is because we like control. We want to know what's going to happen. We we prefer that God was in a box and knowable and... um, what, what's that word when, like, you know it's going to happen next? Predictable. Predictable. Thank you. The God's predictable. I'm just amazed you we include you included entropy. Like, this is, this is an exciting morning with <laughs> Christophany, entropy, and now predictable. I know. Yeah. I, I it's knew, unpredictable. It's I knew entropy, but I couldn't come up with predictable. <laughs> At any rate, um, people that thrive on control and predictability... Um, also strive for that in their spiritual life. And so that's where you see the birth of discipleship programs and steps that you follow. And I wish you could see what's happening right now because I'm trying to be so deep and philosophical and Ryan <laughs> and Cody are taking pictures with Ryan's Superman mug. It's been um, going wait, on. It's I my Wonder say, Woman mug. I wanna, it's Rachel's. It's Wonder Woman mug. I want to say I continued talking sorry, Don. for a long time <laughs> through all of that, but it got to a point yeah. where I just couldn't. Anymore. Well, I was trying to get good pictures. And I was trying to do sneaky, and then Ryan, uh, uh, you know, we we upped to the activity level. Don is like living with children in a treehouse right now. Always. <laughs> um, at any rate, that predictable, controlled God is probably something that a lot of us grew up with, right? It's the God we learned about in Sunday school that then became the God that we heard preached about in sermons. It became the God that we 
um, followed discipleship programs to become mm-hmm. more like, you know, and that's why that journey away from that God is really scary. And it may be why people are awakening now in these days, feeling like God is distance because mm-hmm. what they called God was mm-hmm. actually just a Sunday Sunday hour. Yeah. Um, what they called God was a program mm-hmm. um, versus a breathing relationship that you can wake up and go, mm-hmm. okay, God, thanks for loving me. What are we going to do today? With that, the yeah. infinite creator of the universe. <laughs> right. And But that is amorphous and unpredictable, yeah. and it's out of our schedules and stru- structures. And so yeah. it's no wonder... Um, as this time feels like wilderness, people feel disconnected mm-hmm. or, or yeah, just like God's far away or somewhere else. And where is he in my day? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's exactly where he wants to surprise us with mm-hmm. life and probably a more creative, independent journey with you in your day that's than right. you had expected before. And for yeah. some of us that don't do well with control, there are some of us that don't fit into that category, right? Of Um, boxes and control and predictability, maybe we have found the church to be really difficult because that was the God that we were met with. Um, And if that is you, um, let us just encourage you with a God of creativity and chaos that might feel more welcoming to you. Um, A God that's a little maybe unruly, (laughs) a little lawless, a little like the Wild West. (laughs) Right. Maybe like this to go back. Maybe it's not. Oh, maybe it's not um, God for the control of the world, but it's God for the life of the world. Right. We, we were talking earlier yes. about this series that impacted us greatly called For the Life of the World. Mm-hmm. And uh, that God intended all of this religion that we would call now to actually breathe into Mm. life into us Mm -hmm. um, versus the control and structure and everything like that. And one thing I would love your guys' opinion on this, because this, this feels even to me a little bit, a little bit scandalous and scary, but it's something I've been thinking about lately, right? That if God is constantly breathing life, if where we find God is life, um, then any places that feel tight and ill-fitting to us, probably isn't God. But then the opposite of that is that the things that feel life-giving and feel like freedom, which, you know, the Bible tells us where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And the Bible, one of my favorite verses is Paul says, it's for freedom that you have been set Mm -hmm. free, which it just makes me laugh that he had to say it twice. Like that seems so obvious, but I think it's because it's so hard for us to wrap our heads around. But We've been set free for freedom, not to then be re-chained by the burden of religion and rules that we can never live up to. Mm. Okay, but here's a scandalous part. Is that, like, is it is it scandalous for church leaders to tell people to continue to run into the places that feel like freedom and life? Mm. Because for, and for so long, we have told people... Um, be a little wary of, of life and freedom. You can't exactly trust that thing inside you that kind of longs for wilderness and, and excitement and chaos. Um, 
but what if that's where God is? Mm. What are your okay? So the, I, that that's I've been churning in my yeah. brain because I think about these things. Well, yeah. totally. And I'll bring it like maybe it's this that sometime in in a lot of our past religious experiences, something that brought you joy and pleasure, you were told that that was wrong and evil, even. Um, and and it very mel very well may have been may well have been some, some combination of that word. But it wasn't the joy and pleasure that was wrong, and right. and religion has a history though of maybe something was destructive in your life. Yeah. Maybe maybe your crystal meth wasn't a good idea that right. brought you joy and pleasure in the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it wasn't joy and and pleasure and well being that was evil. It was it was the use of a drug that hurts you, right? So in the history, though, of religion, basically religion has come to stand opposed to joy and pleasure, life and freedom. And I think that's why Jesus had to revisit that it is for freedom (laughs) that I have come to set you free. um, Because it is in that life that we get to walk and journey together with God in a day and Mm -hmm. be about his business rather than our own. But but let, just walk with me through so we mm. arrive at things that not only give you joy and pleasure, but things that actually bring health to your life and relationships around you, which we all know that a lot of things that can bring us joy and pleasure can kill our health and kill relationships around us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's a scary, like, it's a lot easier to make it black and white. Yes. Right? Totally. Like this idea that joy and pleasure and life and creativity and like expansiveness is of God and good and holy, but not everything is that falls into that category is right. good and holy right. is really difficult to differentiate sometimes. Yeah. And it would be a lot easier to be like, no, this is over here, and then this is holy. Well, right. And when we do that, when we put the labels on it, we no longer need the Holy Spirit to right. walk with us in a day because we've labeled everything. Right. So we can have yeah. a godless God connection, you know, with with that rather than going... Jesus, I need to walk through you to label what is good and what is mm-hmm. bad or what is healthy and what is unhealthy in my day. Right. And I, and as I'm processing what you're saying, like, even like there's parts of me that are like, ah, chaos. I don't know about chaos. I mean, <laughs> I like, I mean, I like order. Cody <laughs> has the cleanest order desktop sounds of all to of me, our computers. You know, like, <laughs> if it, you want to mess with Cody, like sneak into his desktop and just open all of the windows. Like that drives him crazy. <laughs> but, but I also, yeah, don't do that to me, please. I also like creativity and I also like you know, freedom and expression and things like that. And so, um, as I'm hearing you, I, I'm processing even where, where I am with that and the discomfort that I have. And, and I think where I'm, what I, my response to that is that like, um, when, when I hear you say like, maybe God is lawless, like the, you know, more wild, wild west kind of thing. Um, I think that it's, it's a lawlessness against religion. You know, it's, it looks lawless to us because right. we're so, so used to operating within the set boundaries of a religious framework, mm-hmm. you know, or an institutional framework. But um, recognizing that God kind of, op- God does operate outside of those bounds. And, and part of why Jesus came was to remind us that it, it was about the freedom, not about the religion. Um, and then the other thing is that uh, recognizing that going out into the wilderness and experiencing that freedom does not mean you're always going to be comfortable. Yeah. Does not mean yeah. that you're always going to be enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but that it's still good. 
Mm-hmm. Even when you're not, even when it's uncomfortable. Hard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's good. I like it. We've had a lot of amazing rambling <laughs> philosophical thoughts. And I think where we're going from here is that we're just going to wrap this up and, <laughs> and leave you guys um, in the tension, in the, in the wonder with us, right? Because that's part of, <clears throat> excuse me, that's part of why the three of us love to get together and just geek out on some of these ideas and then share them with you is not because we can tie them up in nice boxes with pretty bows and and feel like we have arrived somewhere, but because we can, we can wonder at the bigness of God again. We can wonder at his activity in the world. We can wonder at the movement of the spirit and where we're going to find her next. Like, like that's when you pull back all the layers, that's what lights me up. Mm-hmm. And may this be a spark for anyone listening that your days may feel like wilderness and wandering and unpredictability and fear of the fall and jobs and family and relationship. There's a lot of chaos right now. Mm -hmm. But I think, in fact, I know for me, for all of us, and I pray that you get to realize this yourself, that there is a God who wants to meet you in that and surprise you by life and surprise you by love for you and uh, wants to give you energy to love others in this world and mm-hmm. to be a part of God's restorative movement of, of bringing a little heaven to earth in hard times. That's right. So may you be driven to send up a little prayer to God and say, God, here I am. I want to see you in my day. I want to walk with you in my day. Mm-hmm. This is my life. Let's do this together. And may that lead you to life, my friends. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. if... All of this space is leaving you feeling kind of blah. Just remember and remind yourself often that you are delightful, that God actually doesn't just tolerate you, but he delights in you and your person and your personality and everything that you are. So just remind yourself that you are delightful and loved. And we will talk to you again soon, folks. Mm -hmm. And if you like what you hear, you can connect with us on social media at Uncommon Good SD across all our social platforms. And check out check out our website, uncommongoodsd.com. Uh, we'd love to connect with you in any way. If you have our phone numbers, text us, call us. We're we 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 crave human connection <laughs> in pandemic, and so we would love to connect with you. We'll send you stuff. Yeah. Just send us something. We might send Heck you yeah. some random stuff. That's right. Connect with us. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll link all of the stuff that we talked about today in the show notes. So if you're listening, you're like, how do I, what was the thing? How do you spell Mikhail, Melchizedek? We'll put all that in the show notes. So just scroll wherever you're listening to this and try to find those links. And just remember, you are loved, you are valued, and you belong. Ooh, God bless. God bless.